Do you save your money? Do you feel really proud because you're doing a good job of saving your money? What if I told you that because you're saving your money, you're actually not helping yourself? What if I told you that because you keep saving all of your money, you're actually destroying your ability to earn uh, or to really have as much money as you think that you're helping yourself have? This is the Gen Ed Show. Welcome back. So like I had mentioned, saving your money, completely dead. Now, where did this idea originally come from? Well, this was probably an antiquated idea at this point. That's kind of why I'm making this point. But we're still holding on to it because it did make a lot of sense to save money. And this was also in certain times, especially when money used to be tied to like gold, for example. Uh, we got off of that about 50 years ago. So that's not really the main reason why saving your money is dead, but because really is just the way everything's set up. So back in 2020, two years ago, at least in the US, I can't speak for the other countries, we made a big shift from what's called your M1 and M0 money supply. And then we started to include everything that people had in their savings account. So not in their checkings, okay? Anything that was in your checkings account was considered M1, right? This is like immediate money. And then anything in your savings account, that was considered M2, right? It's, it's called near money, meaning that it's nearby. Um, and so now in 2020, they, the government, the Federal Reserve decided to say, all right, all money in the savings accounts of the citizens is now a part of, it's now considered M1. It's not considered M2. It's not considered M1. So this absolutely shot up the amount of dollars that were in circulation or at least considered to be. So this is just one factor amongst many other factors that led to the inflation that we understand. And so this is really the main point that is just exaggerated nowadays, but it's still to say that saving is not going to help you. Saving is not going to be helpful for you. We're going to talk a little bit more as we continue through this episode, and especially in some other ones when you talk about the importance of credit, when we talk about the importance of budgeting, and why really saving your money, putting it into a bank account that earns 0.02 something percent interest, isn't going to do anything for you. Because whether you like it or not, even if things were going really well, 1% inflation, 2% inflation, like there's no way that's not going to happen, okay? Call it 2% inflation, very reasonable. And so then if that's the case, you want to hold on to your money. So that $100 by the end of the year is actually only 98. And then by the end of the following year, it's actually only 96, 95. You know, it's just going to continue to inflate away if you don't spend it, if you don't use it, if you don't invest it. Because, and that's the, the difference here. Right? I'm not saying in, uh, spend all your money, but definitely you don't want to just have it sitting there and being saved for nothing. So with it, we're going to talk about active and passive income, give you some ideas for active and passive income. We're also going to talk about the importance of budgeting. I'm going to talk to you guys about FIRE, F-I-E-R, or F-I-R-E, uh, the golden number and giving you some financial buckets so that you know exactly what to do with your money as you are making it. So first thing being active and passive income. 
Active income, as we understand active income, is what you actively do when you are trading your time for money. So what is your time worth? If you haven't asked yourself this question, ask yourself now. What is my time worth? Is it worth $10 an hour? Is it worth $20 an hour? $50 an hour? $100 an hour? $1,000 an hour? $10,000 an hour? What is your time worth? Okay, first you gotta make that decision. You gotta accept that and you gotta recognize, all right, I am worth this much. Now you gotta make sure that you do some type of work that correlates to that, right? And similarly, if you're a business owner, look around in your business. What are things that you are doing that is only $10 an hour type of work? $20 an hour type of work, $50 an hour type of work. Is that really the best thing for you to do for your business? Or is it better to hire someone for $10, $20 an hour? And then you don't have to do it, so they do it, and you can do things that actually matter, right? So this is how we make sure that our active income is greater, right? Paying people to do things that are not worth as much so that we can spend time doing things that are worth more. And then there's passive income, where we don't have to trade any time at all, and we are still able to earn and income, right, passively. My favorite quote from Warren Buffett says, if you don't learn how to make money while you sleep, you'll work till you die. And I think he's pretty true. So now, similarly, there's nothing wrong with working. This is not an anti-work kind of philosophy that we have here, but definitely why have to work? Why not set yourself up so that you can choose to work? And so some passive income ideas, vending machines, ATMs, online course, starting any business, lending money. If you're starting to notice, there's uh, these five just right there. They are passive, but within the passive income reality, so you gotta have money already, okay? Passive income is a really nice thing for people to have, especially we see it a lot nowadays with crypto. Not to say that it's not possible, but you definitely still have to have money to invest, right? The money to buy the vending machines and to buy the, the, the food or whatever beverages to put inside of it, the time that you've got to spend to go find a location to then put this vending machine in and talk to the owner so that they let you do that. Same thing with an ATM, right? You got to have the 10, 20 grand to actually put into the ATM. You got to buy the ATM. You got to find the location, talk to the person, actually put the ATM there. So they are very much passive income, but there are still steps nothing is truly passive and so this comes back to what are you doing and especially if you refer to the alternative education episode where we talk all about what are you learning to do so that you can definitely make more money that's going to be a really big piece so with it uh, the other one this is hands down the best passive income strategy that I don't know why more people don't talk about it marry rich seriously I mean if you go out, you marry rich, you don't really have to worry too much and you definitely have money coming. Uh, and it's probably a very fun process, uh, I, I hope. But you tell me if you married rich. Um, some active income ideas that you can definitely do. Appointment setting, right? There's a lot of businesses, a lot of companies that need people to just set appointments for them. That could be $10, $20 an hour, $30 an hour type of work, depending on the business. Could also be paid out on commission, which I think is frankly the bigger one, which I'll come back to, because another active income idea is closing. Learning how to be a closer, learning how to sell, right? Putting, in, putting yourself into a sales position, because this way you're not tied to an hourly rate, you're not tied to a salary, you get to earn as much as you want. For example, if you go really hard one year, you become the top sales rep in your business, in your company, and let's say that you earn 200 grand, well, boom, that's 200 grand, dude. 
what if you spent three months getting insanely good at closing and then you spent the other nine months and you earned 150 grand you know but all you've ever earned before was 40 grand wouldn't that be worth it 50 grand wouldn't that be worth it so learning a skill ultimately you know when we talk about active income ideas is learning a skill right spend a month three months six months getting good at a skill okay that can be with photography that can be something on the computer that can be anything physical related uh just to some degree obviously you're probably not going to be an olympic athlete in three months um, but at least enough that you can begin teaching other people that's really the big thing there right so if you can teach if it's something in a physical side or some sort of activity that you can do whether administrative for a company because because of that there are platforms if you're not already aware of it upwork.com fiverr.com these are places they're marketplaces online where you can sell your skill to other companies that need your skill but they don't necessarily have enough money or need for your skill year-round but they can definitely pay for it right now to solve this problem that they have. You know, those platforms are really good. So that this way you can go work your normal job. And then after work, you can also, or on the weekends or however it works into your schedule, do more stuff so you make more money, right? That, that's really all it comes down to. Because um, these are active income. Because the big thing, again, going back to wanting to get passive income, if you're anything like me, all you want is to be able to have enough money and enough passive income streams coming in so you don't have to worry about working anymore. <sighs> Wouldn't that be nice if we all could? And we can. Here's how. By getting your active income stream higher so that you have more money to basically play around with and put into other things like another business or an ATM business or investing so that that can yield a return. And so with it brings us into the importance of budgeting, okay? Budgeting is so critical. You gotta learn how to budget. We're gonna talk about money budgeting. And then of course you can refer to the other episode when we talk about time budgeting or time blocking. But when we talk about money budgeting, if you don't know where your money goes, you're gonna spend all your time finding out where it all went. All right, I'll say that again. If you don't know where your money is going, you're gonna spend all of your time finding out where it went. Okay, so you gotta make a decision beforehand. So F-I-R-E. F-I-R-E, it's known as financially independent, or uh, <laughs> uh, financially independent, retire early. I got that right. Financially independent, retire early. That's fire, okay? So what we're talking about is for you to be able to financially in, be financially independent or retire early, first thing is we got to make sure that you are financially independent, active income, and then we're going to get the passive income situated. So from here, you can write down and keep it for yourself, something known as the golden number. So these next couple points that I'm going to make, I'm referencing Rachel Richards from Money Honey uh, and a couple of her other books, and then along with that, some other books as well, um, like Money Master the Game, right there over my shoulder by Tony Robbins, uh, and then Psychology of Money is another good book. Anyway, there's a bunch of really good books on money. So with it, the golden number is your income minus your expenses. Very simple, right? So let's say, for example, that you earn $1,000 and you have... $300 in expenses. Okay, these are obviously not real things, but for the sake of a point, right? So 300 in expenses, 1,000 in income, you have 700 in profit, right? 700 is your golden number. So you put the time frame, whether that's in one week, in one month, you can figure out your golden number respective to a time uh, span or time zone or whatever, time period. 
But so then within this time period, now that we can recognize that, is what's going on? Can we get our expenses a little bit lower, maybe to 250, 200? Cool, then that changes the golden number to 750, 800, right? Can we, but can we maybe get the expenses a little bit lower? How about maybe to zero? Yeah, but can you get your expenses any lower than zero? No, not really. So then if you're earning $1,000 a month, but so then after earning $1,000 a month, you get your expenses all the way down to zero, the highest that your golden number can ever be is 1,000. And so this is why saving is dead. Because you can go ahead and save all your money, get your expenses all nice and low. But if you're not earning that much more money, what's the deal? What's, what's it matter? Or the bigger thing, why spend time worrying about your expenses or trying to get your expenses down? Why not spend more time figuring out how to get your income up? Right? How about make more money? How about you make so much money that it doesn't matter if your expenses are $20,000? Who cares? because you're making $40,000 uh, per month, right? Assuming that this is on a monthly. So, or whatever the case scenario. So what do the expenses matter if the income is greater? So that's the philosophy that I wanna share with you. Saving is dead because why save money and get your expenses lower when you can just spend money, right? Invest it so that you make more money and because you've now increased your income, what does it matter if your expenses went up a little bit, right? Who cares? So this is what I want to share with you as a way of looking at it. Don't bother trying to solve a problem by making less money. Solve the problem by making more money, okay? Because then from there you have your financial buckets, okay? So there are four financial buckets we're going to go ahead and show to you. Four financial buckets. So you'll see up there you've got your cloud and this is where all your money is coming from and it's all getting printed through because that's basically how it works nowadays. Money is just straight up printed. It does actually come from trees, mom and dad, <laughs> if you ever heard that. Anyway, so there's four buckets. Now as money comes through, it's going to stream in two ways. The first way is going to be what leads to those three buckets on the right. And those three buckets, first one being for your emergency fund, the second bucket being for your short-term savings, anything within 12 months, right? About four and a half months to 12 months worth of time. Uh, your third bucket being your long-term savings, long-term bucket, right? And then your fourth one being for retirement. So you're probably sitting there like, Eduardo, Ed, Eddie, didn't you just tell me not to save? And now you're telling me about these buckets to save money. So I'm telling you about buckets on where your money should be going for you to make a decision and at least trying to make the decisions easier. So I'm not really trying to tell you to save. I'm just telling you how to allocate your money. So with it, that first one is your emergency fund. Basically, one month's worth of expenses. All right. One month's worth, whatever that amount might be for you. Can you have a bucket, you know, an account? You know, what I like to do is I have different checkings accounts and different savings accounts for these different buckets that I'm talking about. So you've got your emergency fund, you know, that could be a savings account, if you will, something you have easy access to when you need to get one month's worth of expenses for a rainy day, whatever. Then you've got your second bucket. This is your short term. This is for four and a half months worth of savings. Okay. This is either for four and a half or if let's say your expenses, let's say you have a trip that you want to take this year. Okay. And the trip plus the rest of the lifestyle and, and stuff that you want to do this year is actually a little bit more than four and a half times your expenses for the month, 
or four and a half times a month's worth of expenses, you're gonna pick the higher number. So for example, if your monthly expenses are $1,000, and I suggest that you have at least four and a half times that saved, then that would be four and a half grand. Or let's say that the lifestyle that you're trying to live this year and your trips and whatnot are equal to seven grand. Then you're gonna pick the seven grand number instead of the four and a half grand number as the amount that you're trying to fill that bucket to. That's your second bucket, short-term savings. Because then your third bucket, this is your long-term savings, okay? This is for anything, anything over a year. Anything that you invest into stocks, into low index trade funds, into crypto, into a business, anything, okay? Anything, 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 right? Anything that's just, you're not gonna be using it in the next 12 months or it's for the next you know 12 months and beyond. So then you've got your fourth bucket being your retirement bucket, okay? So if you notice, this is where the second stream comes out of that cloud through. And so this one is where no matter what, you're always taking some for yourself. All right. What I suggest, I like Acorns. I like the way they have it set up. It's an app on the App Store called Acorns. Uh, really, really great because you can have it set up so it is just every week or twice a week or every month or however many times that you want it to do it for however much. I have it every week taking out money and every week immediately going into that uh, savings account so that it's all right there for me and it always building up my low index trade funds and also my retirement account. So with it, and this can be a different video, uh, probably not gonna talk too much about it here, but you can have Roth IRAs, you can just have traditional IRAs, 401ks, so many low index trade funds, so many different types of investment vehicles that you can be doing and choosing and whatnot, but keeping it very simple, your retirement account, just making sure money is going there, period, okay? So fill up your emergency funds first, then you fill up your short-term savings bucket, then you fill up your long-term savings bucket. I'm just gonna give you a number. This is really your call for that third bucket because the retirement bucket, your fourth one, infinite, infinity, right? <laughs> Save as much money as you can. You know, that again, this isn't being saved. I'm not telling you to put this money and like actually save it. I want you to understand where your money is gonna go and what you're earmarking it for because I don't save that money that I'm putting towards retirement is going into an investment account. And so the same thing with your long-term savings your long-term bucket, bucket number three, it's all about investing that money, putting it into stocks, putting it into crypto, putting it into an A investment vehicle, like for myself was also part of building a trucking business. So our box trucks also turn into long-term savings because we can sell them if we want to, but we don't want to. And with it, it still earns us money. And in fact, definitely more than 0.02% that a bank is gonna offer. And so the number I want to give you is 650,000. Use that as the number to shoot for in your third bucket. The idea being is that, and you can go ahead and reference the other video, the other episode on the financial markets and crypto and the future and understanding how money works. Because when you're investing it, 650,000 at 6% is going to yield about $3,000 to $3,600 per month. The math might be a little off there, um, but about three to $3,600 per month, okay? Per month, and that's assuming a 6% annual rate of return. Stock market typically over the past 180, 190 years has done about 10.7% rate of return. So the whole idea is can you beat inflation and can you get to 6%? 
And if it if you can, amongst all of your things that you are investing in, if you can earn that 650, it's obviously a loftier number, but that's where active income comes in, okay? Using it to your advantage. So these are gonna be your financial buckets. You wanna make sure that you know where you're putting your money because saving really is dead. Don't bother keeping it in your bank account. Go ahead and build your credit score. Pay off your credit card. Pay with a credit card and just pay off every month. Don't spend more than what you don't have, right? That type of idea. But don't keep money in your bank account. It's inflating away. It doesn't do anything for you. Put your money to work. Make it do something for you, right? Make it be valuable like it's supposed to, okay? Because money sitting in a bank doesn't do anything for you. It's supposed to help you. It's supposed to be of use to you. So know now these are the four buckets so you can understand where you're putting your money in. Stop saving it. It's completely dead. Put your money into something that's going to increase your active income, whether that be through knowledge or your passive income through building another business system. So you can find everything. You'll see it uh, all redirected. <laughs> I just hit the mic there. Uh, you'll find it all redirected on either side uh, of the video. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe. Make sure to follow. Show us some love. Hit that like button. Make sure to share with all your friends. Thank you again for tuning in. This is The Jenna Show.